Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another Sports Sports Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And not joining us, as he would normally, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. He's not here today. He is not here today. And I know what a lot of you are thinking, um, which is that uh, this is we have heard different combinations of, of anchors of the Sports 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 Podcast. It has. It has been a little jumbled we, lately. We have heard... Phil and Joel do a podcast by themselves. That's right. We have heard Phil and Jordan do a podcast by themselves. That's right. That's what we've done. We have never heard Joel and Jordan do a podcast by ourselves. That's true. And you know why I'm excited about this? What's that? Because I know in the intro we did, it's the sports, sports podcast, because Phil isn't here. But really, when it's just you and me, we're the sports, 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 sports podcast. Yeah. Because there's extra sports here. It's nothing but sports now. We don't have have a sports outsider throwing in inane cultural references or asking questions that we already know the answer to that insults our our listenership. Absolutely. We don't have to wait around. No. We don't have one Phil Ranta to catch up. We don't have to dumb it down. Oh, right, right. This is, it's going to be all high level. Oh, it's, this is going to be. Gonna we're going to have real uh, analysis on this podcast. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm hankering for a catchphrase. I'm trying to do something for myself. Oh, okay, yeah, all like, right. Like sportscasters. Yeah, and uh, uh, and, uh, and uh, let me say this for those of you who are thinking, why, why have we not attempted this combination yet? If we're this excited about it, it's not at all because Phil owns the equipment that we use to record on. No, no, no. If no. you're thinking that's the reason why, you're wrong. No, that's not that it. That is not it at all. Yeah, it's just because we felt like. I mean, this would. It, it might be, like, a little too good. Yeah, well, it might the be world too much might sports. not be it ready too yeah, much for, for the sort of brilliant insight that you're going to get. It's twice so. as much as three times the sport. It's six times the sports. Yeah, six times the sports. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mood. That was a bizarre drop. Wasn't it, though? D- yeah. Different than usual when we pressed the drop. i better. That might be the best Mentos drop we've ever well, had. I, I feel like yes. it really is. 110% yes. yes. Absolutely the best Mentos drop we've ever had. Tim Tebow gives pep talk. Florida loses to Florida State 37-7. to Oh! Subheadline, America confident that if Gators had truly listened to Tim Tebow, <laughs> they would have won. Yeah. Um, big rivalry game down the season, Florida-Florida State. Yep. Uh, Florida, Florida not having a good year this year. They are so not much. bowl eligible. Oh my gosh! Are you and serious? Going I into this game, they were, they were not. Uh, they ended f- year five and seven. They just lost to Georgia Southern the week oh, before playing dear. Florida State. Of all the directional Georgia schools, I believe Georgia Southern is. I actually don't know. I'm comparing. It to I'm Georgia not really Western sure. I have it. One of the, I, have, I bet it's one of those schools that has a really good marching band. Yeah, probably. It seems like it's one yeah. of those. Um, but if you're if you're embattled coach Will Muschamp. You got yeah. a name like Muschap. You're embattled to begin with. Yeah. Uh, hashtag it seem, it seems like to puns, keep yeah, Mush chops. <laughs> mush chops. Uh, to keep your job, you must be a champ. You must be a champ. Yeah. What do you do? You bring in Timothy Richard Tebow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, love him. Hate him. 
or have a complicated relationship with him where you like his attitude, but not all the over-the-top face stuff or his mechanics. Yep, yep. yep. We can all agree there's a certain bit of magic with Tim Tebow. Uh, Yeah. There's a little bit of magic there. Everyone knows about him and has an opinion, regardless of what it is. But there's a little bit of magic. He's he's the comeback kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he comes in. So Florida State's the much uh, superior team, and they beat him uh, 37 to 7. Uh, but the speech uh, clearly affected uh, the team, or at least one particular teammate who said this. This is Lyman Max Garcia. It really penetrated my soul. When I saw him, I could just feel his leadership, his presence. It just demanded that, said Garcia, who spoke to the reporter on the condition his raging boner remain anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make sense, but oh well. Yeah. And while it's bad news for Florida... So wait, wait, wait. Sorry. So what you're saying is, is Garcia felt like he, uh, Garcia was penetrated by Tebow. Was penetrated by Tebow. Garcia was talk, penetrated, he felt penetrated, penetrated, by, felt Tebow. penetrated by Tebow, and he felt like it was a commanding penetration. Oh by yeah, Tebow. yeah, yeah. His presence. Yeah, Tebow's presence commandingly penetrated this member of the Florida team. Oh, to to the fullest. <laughs> to the fullest. Oh man. So they love you know. Yeah. Didn't work, but the team the team was clearly rallied around Tim Tebow. Yeah. Now it's bad news for Florida. Five and seven, not going to bowl game. Oh, dear. It's all good news for Tim Tebow, Joel. You know why that? Because all three TV networks are interested in hiring Tim Tebow. Three. Let the Tebow games (laughs) begin! Oh, bidding war! Yeah, pretty much. We got uh, ESPN's SEC network. So work for ESPN is an SEC network? It's a a combination thing. It's like every time you watch the SEC on ESPN, it's not like the Big Ten network. They're not making fuck you money. Yeah, but it's still basically they got the partnership without having to put in the groundwork for a network. Um, yeah, uh, CBS Sports and Fox Sports, all interested in Tim Tebow. Uh, well, who's who's going to get him? The well, one willing to pay him three hundred million dollars over ten years. <laughs> well, apparently, I think they think ESPN. Uh, uh, they think it'll work in college football, and the SEC ESPN's the favorite. Yeah. Um, and ESPN did the legwork and actually showed that research uh, suggests that college football fans would be more welcoming to Tim Tebow. Than NFL fans. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, one, in terms of seeing one them. would assume if you hired uh, Tim Tebow as an NFL commentator. Oh man, I imagine uh, some people might have legitimate questions that they might ask about. Well, that. the research showed that that people wouldn't watch any less, but they would complain a lot <laughs> using various social media platforms. And we all know network executives have gotten really touchy about getting tweeted at with criticism of right? their on-air talent choices. <laughs> right. Ah. Oh. So. Looking like looking like Tim Tebow is going to be coming uh, to uh, television soon. Yeah, the SEC network. <laughs> Tim Tebow, not a stranger to television. No, 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 no. But in a new new capacity. Yeah. This time in a suit. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. Tim Tebow update watch update alert. Tim Tebow update watch update alert. Brought to you by I Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. All right, what have we got in the show today? Uh, let's see. We have um, uh, we have a guest. Right, uh, and this uh, is a Red Sox fan. Yeah, right? Red Sox super fan. Oh, probably going to. We're trying to talk about the World yeah, Series. Uh, P- uh, Patty McAaron is his name. Patty McAaron. Patty McAaron, Red Sox super <laughs> That's fan. Odd, and I going to talk to us. Yeah, about the World Series championships and some of the the baseball hot stove stuff. Oh, right, going on. yeah. Boston's yeah. very involved. A lot going on there. Absolutely. We're going to do a, a weird sport, even yep. without Phil. Even without Phil, we are still going to do a weird sport. So if it completely tanks as a segment. It will be completely my fault. I'll Probably. call that right now. Right. It's still America's favorite segment. It, it, it will be. I, I don't think one bad weird sports will collapse the whole thing. Well, you know. Yeah. Weird sports is basically like playing Uno Stacco. <laughs> I know, right? And, and, and Which is not a weird sport. That's a strange activity. Yeah. 
I also imagine I'm going to get reamed out by Phil for this next week. Oh, well. But I'm going to do it anyway. We'll just see. Yeah. We're also going to do uh, we'll do conference championship game previews for college yep. football. Very exciting. And a uh, big weekend coming up oh. or happening right now as yeah, you're listening yeah, to yeah. this. Yeah, as you're listening to this podcast, you might be watching some uh, football games. Or, or you might be listening on Monday, like Sports 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 Podcast Superfan Zach Evans. Oh, right, right, yeah. Who was very upset that we took a hiatus for Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness. Personally, uh, let me know that he, he was very upset about it. Well, let's 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 not yeah. dilly so dally Zach, anymore. You, you already know what happened. Absolutely. Well, let's go to the news, news, news. Yeah, news, news, news. It's the news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and that's it. News, news, news. Mike Tomlin steps on the field during play. What? Subheadline: Coaches may not step on the field during play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Baltimore beat the Steelers 22-20. to 20. I was in a turkey coma when this happened. Were you so. really in the turkey coma? Yeah, that was the late game, right? That was a late game. Oh. Who, who watches that game? Apparently the yeah. refs in yeah. the NFL. Yeah. Oh. Woo! Yeah, so he's, he, he was on the field during a kickoff return. Jacoby Jones running it back for the Ravens. Yep. And he wanders onto the actual field. He stepped off the white. Yeah, for well, like one step. I saw the the replay of it, and it seemed like he he was like hugging the white real close, and he put like half a foot over it when he was like trying to step out of the way. Yeah. But he was rather obviously trying to interfere with play, whether he crossed it or which not. Which was re- which is really bad. You can't have that. Super. I don't. Know, I've never seen that before. It's it's an well. It, I've never seen it interfere with the play. Like of course I thought of the the famous Woody Hayes punching yeah. a Clemson player after yeah. getting an interception. That was after the play was whistled dead. Absolutely. It did not happen during the play. Woody Woody Hayes saw no issue with punching an opposing player, but waited until after the play was whistled dead. He would never get involved with the integrity (laughs) of the game. Absolutely. Uh, He's a law and order man. So so Mike Tomlin, uh, he's been fined $100,000 by the NFL, and they're considering taking away uh, draft picks from him. Yeah. Do you think that's uh, appropriate? uh, Uh, I do, because here's the thing. Having watched it, again, I'm like, uh, he – he clearly meant to do that. It's like normally you just be like, oh, well, obviously Mike Tomlin kind of like wandered into the vicinity. And it's like, no, you see where he's standing and you see the way he reacted and everything. And you're like, holy shit. He actually, honest to God, freaking did that. And it cost uh, Baltimore a touchdown. I was going to say more than whether there was intent or not. If you affect the play. Yeah. I think there has to be serious repercussions, whether he meant it or not. Even if it was unintentional. I think 100 grand in picks will probably be. I mean, picks is the big one. That was like, I'm like, you can't just find him money because most coaches will be like, uh, 100 right, this grand is this, for a win. This I'll is do the it. second largest fine for a coach ever. However, it's tied with four other $100,000 okay. fines. What was the first largest? The most is uh, Bill Belichick, half a million dollars for the very well known Spygate and the somewhat lesser known Satanic Rituals. He's fined uh, $500,000. <laughs> what, what Spygate? Bill oh, Bel- Belichick. I'm sorry. I was thinking Bill Cower for some reason. No, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm there. I okay. remember. I was, Satanic I was like, rituals make a little more sense now? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Not Bill Cower. No. They find him for the Satanic Rituals? A that- little bit. I think, yeah. I think part of the, part of the fine. Because meanwhile, he's, he's, you know, they've, they've catapulted him to success. They really, well, you know. You know <laughs> you'd what think they would have at least fined him a few picks for. <laughs> but uh, it is New England. Yeah, right. Satanic rituals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Salem. <laughs> yeah. All right. Where's Phil? No, we got this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and while it might be cliche, 
you know, in terms of Mike Tomlin being fined a hundred thousand dollars, this is, I think, I think it's a little harsh because like it might be cliche, but it's not like he, I don't know, enabled and covered up a child molester. (laughs) Like that'd be really fucked up. He did something like that. Yeah. Right. Well, what's the fine for that in football? (laughs) Oh, it's nothing. That's right. (laughs) It it wound up being nothing. So yeah. Um, Oh, but here's the thing with Mike Tomlin. Dude's got priors. Wait. Yeah. Which, which priors? He's he's got he's he's done this before. Really? Yeah, he's wandered on the field before. Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, 2009. Fresh off his Super Bowl win in 43, he wandered underneath the net during game 2 of the NBA playoff series between the Houston Rockets and Portland Trailblazers. He tangled with Mdembe Dikembe Mutombo. Wait. Who suffered a knee injury that ended his career. That's ridiculous. Game 2, Trailblazers Rockets. Oh wow. There tangled with terrible. 2013, he wanders onto PNC Park during the Pittsburgh Pirates St. Louis Cardinals playoff game. What was he thinking? NLDS game four. (laughs) He crossed into fair territory and was struck by an Andrew McCutcheon line drive that surely would have gone for extra bases, but played off Mike Tomlin on a hop. McCutcheon was held to a long single. (laughs) The Pirates would go on to lose the game two to one. Oh, and the Pirates needed it too. I know. Needed it bad. That's a that's a double triple. Got a man in scoring position. Yeah. Man, but they're, they're not bitching brutal. about it like Cubs fans would. <laughs> no, Cubs fans wouldn't, wouldn't invent a bullshit curse. Yeah, 2005, he entered the Pittsburgh area scholastic chess tournament and stole both rooks. What from Carnegie High School team who went on to win the tournament despite this handicap? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's pretty impressive to win without your rooks. Yeah, and he was he was punished. Uh, he was not punished because the state of Pennsylvania was more <laughs> loosey goosey about adults being with kids at inappropriate times back in 2005. <laughs> that's just Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Hear that. I got to tell you, uh, Rook's always my favorite chess pieces because uh, it was the easiest to understand what you could and couldn't do. Right. Oh, you could move in and out. Yeah. Most, uh, yeah. no, those are the knights. Oh, wait, wait, what's, oh, Rook is straight line. Rook's were straightforward <laughs> or side to side. They're the Big Ten. Yeah. The Big Ten Absolutely, uh, yeah. None <laughs> of this fruity diagonal stuff. None of, none of this hopping over people. None of these you can only attack no, to the a, side. No, sounds like Forward, backward, stuff. left, right. Simple. Straightforward, three yards and a clot of pawns. I, I got a serious sports question for you, Joel. Go for it. Joel Anderson, Mike Tomlin has won a Super Bowl, but the Steelers are 5-7 and seven this year. Is he the real deal? Uh, yeah. Steelers have won two Super Bowls under Tomlin. Oh, no, he was the assistant coach yeah. for the other one. Is he the real deal? Yeah, he's the real deal. <laughs> I buy it. I buy it. Cam Newton has superstitions, just like you and me. What? Yeah. Well, his are probably better because he's won nine straight games. He has. He, the Panthers are nine. Potentially ten straight games, but the time Zach Evans is listening to this. <laughs> so he has, he, has a, he has a strange superstition. He opens up about it in this Charlotte Observer article. Ooh. He says, I Charlotte just, Observer's always getting the scoop. Well, you just wait. It gets better. I just depend on Wrigley's Winterfresh chewing gum to get me through the adverse times in the game, he said, according to the Charlotte Observer. And in a given game, the superstition comes, you make a big play. Even if the gum is rock solid, you can't take it out. You got to keep fighting through it. You may put another piece of gum in, but that's the playmaking gum. But if you're sucking, of course, you got to toss the gum. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so has he been in the same piece of gum for I like think this 10 is within weeks? the game. I think oh, within okay. the game, All he's right. saying, even if a piece has lost its flavor, if you're in yeah. a drive, yeah, I agree. Well, he didn't say lost his flavor. He said rock hard. Well, I think that's, you know, toward the end of chewing that piece of gum, it's, it's lost a lot of its elasticity. 
is is Dennis can't be happy about what he's hearing here. No, no. Newton uh, chews gum during games, or his mouth gets too dry, and he has uh, trouble calling plays. He adds that it also makes your jaw feel real cool to chew it after smoking K2. That's, that's <laughs> synthetic marijuana, so the NFL oh. can't test for it. Yeah. Uh, the Charlotte Observer has some hard-hitting news in addition to the fluffy stuff about Cam's cute gum rituals. <laughs> it adds that Cam is deflecting credit more and accepting more blame this year. I see a Cam Newton's publicist. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. He's got the Charlotte Observer in his back pocket. Yeah. Probably because of blackmail relating to journalists being drunks. Is, is no one going to talk about this? <laughs> the degree to which it seems like the Charlotte Observer is just in the tank for the Panthers. Oh, and especially Cam Newton. Yeah. Solidly positive <laughs> coverage in a way that just, you know, can't, ex- you know, pretty ridiculous. Now, I have a serious sports question for you, Joel. Bring it on. I nailed the last one. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers are 9-3. and three. They could be 10-3 by the time Zach Evans listens to this. <laughs> yeah. And they're tied for first in the NFC South with the Saints. Yeah. The question is, are they the real deal? Uh, I'm actually I'm going to go with yes. Really? I mean, the Saints, in their most recent, slash if you're Zach Evans' second most recent game, uh, lost to Seattle by like a lot. Yeah, no, they got... Uh, Beaten up bad by was, Seattle on Monday. Well, it was on the, it was at only, Seattle. Yeah, but only scored seven points too. Like, uh, and you can't be that thrilled about see a, a New Orleans's defense. I I think, and you know, and uh, Carolina beating impressive teams. Nobody cares about this, but uh, yeah, real deal, Jordan. All right, real deal. NBA game in Mexico between San Antonio Spurs and Minnesota Timberwolves postponed due to smoke-filled arena. Subheadline: The Pacers got that beat. <laughs> All right, so we start with the Spurs were set to play the Minnesota Timberwolves in Mexico City. Yeah. And an electrical short to the generator in the building caused the arena to be filled with smoke. What? Yeah. So smoke billows into the arena and the corridors and everything. And the NBA and everyone, they evacuate the teams yeah. and everything. So they don't play the game. They have, they have to evacuate because they, they determined that the Mexico City altitude uh, makes it a dangerous game for the Timberwolves and their San Antonio counterparts to play because the smoke is not, I guess, uh, dissipating as quickly as it would or yeah. something with it's at a high altitude higher altitude maybe it's harder to take them to i don't know this is what yeah. the article thinner says. air so thinner air maybe that's smoke. worse for smoke <laughs> I, in terms I don't of honestly i'm trying to think about the physics of this and it's not making a ton of sense all right well anyway so they have it kind of tough but okay, the game's yeah. just postponed but the indiana pacers they had a flight from uh, salt lake to san antonio it was diverted in houston due to weather and the pacers had to be bused to san antonio from what? Houston. yeah yeah and so what follows is an oral history of their treacherous journey Taken in chronological order from the Twitter accounts of Mark Boyle, that's the Pacers play-by-play man, and David Brenner, the director of media relations. All right. Uh, Joel will be playing the role of Mark Boyle, and uh, reading for David Brenner will be Jordan Pomaville. I know how to slate. All right, here we go. <laughs> Fog in San Antonio forced Pacers to land in Houston, busing to S.A., and bus with eight of travel party breaks down. I miss 17 hours to Asia. Weather in San Antonio has forced us to land in Houston. Three-hour bus ride to SA, which puts us in the hotel around 7 a.m. Love the association. 6.47 a.m. Bus just broke down in the middle of nowhere on the way to San Antonio. Good times. And we are stopped on the side of I-10 with a Whataburger at the next exit. Curses foiled again. May push bus to Whataburger. 
desperate times. So now we find a Whataburger and it's closed for construction? This day is getting better and better. Made it to Whataburger and greeted by this. Now know how Griswold's felt. Sorry, Moose says park is closed. There was a Twitter picture with this, a close for construction sign. View from bus, defroster not working. Really? What next? Hopefully not a vehicle in front of us. A picture reveals a completely fogged bus windshield. I would say our chances of crashing are at least 50-50. Last night's game ended at 9.12 p.m. MDT. It is now 9.17 a.m. CDT. We're still on the bus. Not exactly Lewis and Clark, but still. Good news. Defroster working. Bad news. To clear windshield, temperature in bus now 178 degrees. Finally made it. Good night. Or good morning. Whatever. Scene. Yeah. That was a lot of snark from the play-by-play guy. It was, right? I embellished like a touch, but still, he ended with whatever. <laughs> Mark Boyle, uh, I didn't know they had a, had a 14-year-old millennial as their, uh, <laughs> as their play-by-play guy. Serious sports question. Go for it, Jordan! The Pacers took the Miami Heat to six games in the NBA playoffs, and they're currently 17-2. and two. Are the Pacers the real deal? No idea! Don't follow the NBA, Jordan! Joining us now is Patty McAaron, who's a uh, Red Sox, Boston Red Sox super fan. Uh, great to be here, Jordan. It's great, it's great to meet you, Patty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I parked my car outside. Is that going to be okay? It's going to be. You can park your car anywhere you'd like. Parking anywhere? Well, just not in the yard, as this is an apartment. Oh, complex. no, no, no. Not in the yard. I totally get that. All right. Thrilled to be here, Jordan. Thrilled to be talking about the Sox. Your 2013 World Champions. They are. They, they're clearly the best team in baseball this past year. Absolutely. Go Sox! And you got to be feeling good because they, they've had a bit of a renaissance. I mean, they've won Absolutely. three championships. Three titles in 10 years. Growing up, I never thought I would have seen something like this, but here I am today, the three-time title winners in the last 10 years. And i got to be honest, Jordan. Life's been pretty rough for me lately. I'm I've, I'm unemployed, and I have been for a while. Uh, oh, jeez, I'm made, sorry to hear that, Patty. Made a couple of really lousy choices in terms of investments. Yeah, I don't that have happens. a lot of money going for me right now. I'm sorry. No money, actually. So I'm going to be honest with you. The Sox winning it again. I mean, I know it's it's the third time in 10 years, but this one especially has meant a lot to me. Well, that's 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 great to hear. I mean, and and you, there's so many great players, and this uh, such absolutely a, such a more I do want to say one thing though. What? There's one thing I, I almost as much as I love the Sox. Yeah. I hate the fucking Yankees. Well, yes, I know. I motherfucking hate the fucking motherfucking Yankees. That's... Those fucking cocksuckers. It was almost better to watch them miss the playoffs this last year, Jordan, than it was to watch the the Red Sox win the oh, World Series. Oh, you cannot series. be. It can't be that it's bad. It's close. It's close, <laughs> Jordan. You won the championship, Patty. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a little bit better. A little bit better. All right, well, but this is a more likable team than a couple years ago when the Sox didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, you got you got the dif- dysfunctional- no more fried chicken and beer. Am I no, right? No, no more of that. It's you know the dis- no more Bobby Valentine. Am I right? No more Bobby Valentine. No more blowing a seven and a half game lead in seventeen games. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. And they've done a lot with some homegrown talent and some uh, well executed trades. Absolutely. And like what? No, what would be your favorite player on the team? Oh God, it's so hard. I gotta tell you, I love the beards. You know, well, yeah, they're all wearing love the beards dirt. though. Love all of them. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to go crazy here because you know who, uh, Big Poppy. 
obviously gotta love Big Poppy. Of course you do. Uh, but not my favorite player. I'm a little more nuanced of a, a baseball fan. I gotta say my favorite player, Jacoby Ellsbury. Gotta love the speed. Gotta love the, the defense in the outfield. Strong hitter. I think he's still coming back close. Can't wait to hear that they locked him up long term and that Jacoby Ellsbury going to be a sock for life. You know, Patty, I have, I have terrible news for you. What's that? Well, the Yankees have actually signed Jacoby Ellsbury to a seven-year deal. Say what? The New York Yankees just signed Jacoby Ellsbury to a seven-year deal. They just This was just completed. Jacoby Ellsbury's going to be a Yankee. He's going to be a Yankee. This is hot stove news, you know. AL East, Yankees are going to be competitors again next year. We had fun laughing at him for a year, but next year they're back. And, and I fucking hate Jacoby Ellsbury, one of my least favorite players in the history of baseball. That shitty, injury-prone douchebag has one power explosion and then all of a sudden thinks that he's the shit. Well, I think you know what? He's not. Fuck that Jacoby Ellsbury right in his eyeball. Fuck him in his eyeball. All right, Patty, Patty, now calm down because... No, I fucking hate Jacoby Ellsbury. I want everybody to know. Jacoby Ellsbury, you, oh, I will say he is a little injury prone. I think that's a completely legitimate criticism. Oh, uh, totally legitimate. He's got a glass shoulder, that guy does. But uh, this is not the first time. You've re- we've had you on the show before back in 2006. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I don't completely remember that. Yeah, no, we actually have tape of that now. I'm going to play it right now. This, oh, okay. this, sound, this conversation sounds a little familiar. So let's, let's, let's play it. Let's play it. Let's, let's see what we have uh, uh, right here for this. Uh. Hey! Happy 2006! Glad to be on the podcast, Jordo. Hey, hey, it's great to have you here. It's exciting to talk about Absolutely. another year of baseball. I gotta say this, though. Uh, outside of baseball, it has been a great year for Patty. I am having just a tremendous time in 2006. Uh, I got a new job. Uh, it's at an investment firm in New York City, a big one. Really? Bear Stearns. Oh, my gosh. I got that's a great. job at Bear Stearns. That's an investment bank. That's great Absolutely. to hear. Absolutely. Those guys are making money hand over hand fist. Hand over fist. Long-term stability right there. Also, I just took out my fourth mortgage. The rates are crazy right now. Right. They're giving away. Money's never going to be this But, hey, again. as long as housing rates keep going up, this is the smart move for Patty. And why wouldn't they? <laughs> Absolutely. Housing rates, housing prices haven't gone down in, like, 40 years. In any case. So, so forget about Let's that. Let's move right on to Enough baseball. Enough about the chit-chat. Baseball, your Boston Red Sox, two years off a championship. Absolutely. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't made a run, really, since then, deep Still in the playoffs. Still a solid team. First, first series title in 86 years. You got to be happy about that. No complaints over here. Right, but what are we looking at for next season? Uh, well, I do have to say this. Listen, as much as I love all of the players in the Red Sox, I love all of them. I love you. I love Manny. I love Big Poppy. God, I love Big Poppy, but my favorite player on the Red Sox, Johnny Damon, the caveman himself. Love Johnny Damon. Great defense, on base percentage through the roof, solid player. Well, you know, you say that, but maybe maybe you haven't been following the news as much, but Johnny Damon actually just signed with the Yankees. They showed him at a press conference. He was all cleaned up. He shaved his beard. Sideburns, non-existent. Non-existent. Johnny, Johnny Damon signed with the, Red, with, the, with the Yankees? Yeah, he just signed with the New York Yankees. I fucking hate Johnny Damon. Fuck that guy right in his ear. Johnny Damon fucking sucks with his fucking noodle arm. And you know what? I'm sick of sitting around watching him take pitches all day. Any team that's taking that many pitches and just fouling him off is full of douchebags. And you know what else? Fuck beards! I fucking hate beards! I hate beards on baseball players! They fucking suck! Oh, wow. 
I had forgotten about that interview back in 2006. Right. No, no. That You, you kind of lost it a bit here. I, and I hate to be the person that has to continually break this news to you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, oh. it, is, it is a little astonishing that the two times that I have been on the show are both times when a, a favorite Red Sox player has, has signed with the Yankees. But, but, but we're going to take a trip even further back. What's that? Because even further back in our podcast archives, in the 1993... Oh, the podcast from 1993. Right, podcasting. The 1993 podcast. Right, the podcasting as an industry was in its in, uh, infancy at, at that point. But here, let's. Oh, I remember it was like January 93. January 93. Well, let's let's play this clip. Okay. Yeah, that's why I think Nirvana, one of the best bands ever. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait. I mean, the second album is yet to come out, but the third, the fourth, the fifth, you got to expect that these are going to be solid albums. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to just be a part of the creative journey of this band to see Absolutely. where they're going to go, what, what new sounds we're going to hear, the sound dynamic of the highs and the lows. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. I think my grunge band doing really well. I'm really excited about it. Yeah? I just bought a case of flannel shirts. Oh, perfect. Which are never going out of style. Very versatile, but but we're not here to talk about music. We are here to talk about baseball. Go Sox! Right, now you're going to win the World Series next year. It's coming soon. I long, feel it. Soon. Long-suffering Sox fan you are. Absolutely. I know you're following them. They've been, you know, a little iffy. Not not as good since, like, uh, yeah. a, I'd say, like, the mid to late 80s. Hear but, what you're saying, Jordan, but I got to get this out here. What? My favorite Red Sox player, Wade Boggs. Love Wade Boggs. One of the best third basemen of all time. This generation's Ted Williams. No better Red Sox. You, you haven't heard about this. Heard about what? I have not had a chance to open the newspaper yet this morning. One of my primary sources of news in this day and age. Wade Boggs, he signed with the Yankees. What? Yeah, shaved his mustache, totally clean cut. Wade Boggs is Wade with Boggs is the a Yankee? Yankee. Yeah, he's a, just signed a big I fucking hate Wade Boggs. Fuck that guy right in his nostril. I hate Wade Boggs. I fucking hate that shitty Wade Boggs. He always he always goes the other way. All right? I I am through. Through with this guy, all right? And you know what else? You know what else? The Yankees haven't had a winning season in 4 years and that's the way it's going to stay. The era of Yankee domination is over. Over. You hear me? They're not coming back. And the Red Sox soon. It's coming soon. So you see, yeah, back in 1993, you, we've been through this. We've been through this dance several times, Patty. I am, I am hearing what you're saying, and I feel a little bad about it. Also, some of your projections in the past did not pan out. Uh, you are, uh, particularly my my job at Bear Stearns and my investments in the real estate market were were were, were poorly timed. But it's great to see also, the flannel the Yankees, shirts. The, I am still great wearing them. The I have little other choice than to the do Yankees that. would go on to win uh, four championships in six years, right? I think. Yep, they would. I remember that distinctly. It was a very dark time for me. Right. Well, thank you for having. <laughs> thanks for having you on today, Pat. Good to be in the show again. Apparently. I need 50 beep, cc's of, beep, of playoffs. Beep, Stat. Beep, we, we're going to need. Beep, oh, we're losing them. We're losing them. We're losing them. Beep, beep. BCS Death Watch. Brought to you by. Margarine. It's not butter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, was a, that was a different drop, right? Yeah, yeah. Also, I think the drop machine is jammed. I was hitting the button and it wasn't. Oh, coming see, in. that would. Yeah. Uh, so we got conference uh, title games now. For the these are the, these are teams that are playing for the right to get to the BCS bowls in the last year of the BCS. Yeah, so and it, God, I mean, 
Five words that bring me no no shortage of joy. Well, four words in an acronym. Last years of the BCS. Yeah, right here. Oh, it's over. Oh. It's over after this. So yeah. enjoy it while you can. I know, right? Uh, conference championship. We got the ACC championship. That's Duke ranked twentieth uh, overall, and uh, Florida Wait, State. Duke is ranked. Duke is ranked. Duke tw- football. Duke football. They're ranked, ranked. twenty overall. Uh, Florida State number one. They're playing the ACC title game. Yep. Who had the ACC and pick uh, the conference with the number one team? Not me. Not not me either. Not me. Uh, Wisconsin basketball coach Bo Ryan is on the record saying he hopes both teams will set a better example for their basketball teams. <laughs> on how to play. Zing. Uh, Florida State is favored by 28. Uh, wow. You'd think in a conference title game would not be that big a gap. Not be that big of a gap. But at the same time, that sounds perfectly reasonable. I have trouble thinking of Duke as anything other than just a abysmally poor football team. Yeah, I, I don't even know what 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 a ranked Duke team year. looks like. They're well, yeah, where did that come from? Who's your pick in the ACC title game? Oh boy, I guess I got to go with Florida State. I'm gonna go Florida State also. All right, yeah, Big Ten. We got Ohio State number two versus Michigan State number ten. Bo Ryan is psyched for this game, <laughs> calling it a model for Big Ten basketball. Absolutely. Um. I have a bit of a rooting interest in you this You do. One. You are a big Michigan State big fan. Big Michigan State fan. Always have been. And I kind of, I mean, for most of the season, I was, I, I came into the season not expecting a lot from Michigan State football. They've gotten progressively better. I well, actually the defense think, has been consistently one of the best in the country. It's oh, the absolutely. offense that has gradually improved. But the defense improved. was just as good last year, and it did not wind up Just making, as good? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, 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 it was really good both of these years. Um. Yeah, but that said, uh, this year the offense improved steadily over the course of the year. I think they got a real shot in this game. Yeah? Yeah. You going to pick them? Sure. All right. I'm going to take Ohio State. I think there is one team in the Big Ten that could beat Ohio State, and it's Michigan State. Yeah. And that defense, uh, yeah, I think I think that's the thing. Is like I think Michigan State's defense is good enough that it will keep them in the game regardless. You you – the the only man they're they are just so good running the ball I'll say that between Ohio Carlos State? Hyde and yeah. Braxton Miller they have like the ground and pound yeah. and like the Wiley spread guy yeah. both at the same time how good is Braxton Miller throwing the ball though because not, that is not great yeah he's gotten better but Michigan State has tended to I mean over the last few years I mean stacking the box and shutting down the run and then they can play man to man with their corners uh, that's worked out pretty well yeah so if if they not can't a lot of teams can run, do that yeah the way Michigan State's been able to so uh, that's why I feel like they got a decent chance. SEC championship, Auburn number three versus Mizzou number five. The winner will, of course, take on Alabama in the national championship <laughs> yeah, game. Right, exactly. Um, I got to say, uh, this kind of snuck up on me uh, because until uh, recently, I hadn't been paying that close attention. I had forgotten that Missouri was in the SEC now. Right, and doing well. <laughs> doing well in the SEC. I mean, there's actually a, a reason to believe that Missouri actually has a, a better claim to a, a better uh, ranking. Yeah, than Auburn in terms of teams they've beat. Sure thing, and uh, and here's the thing: I'm really um, another reason I think to vote or to root for Michigan State is because I think what, whoever wins this game should be in the national title game. It'll You'd be sort of a tragedy if Ohio State winds up going and the SEC does not get a chance to extend their national title streak on the field, right? Because Ohio State does not deserve. No, uh, absolutely yeah. not. Well, the, the SEC has already rebranded their title game as the national championship. Yeah, and. <laughs> I think there's going to be two better football teams in that game than there will be in the national championship. That's like likely possible. Yeah. Uh, Pac-12, we got Stanford versus or uh, Arizona State. That's the startups versus the fuck-ups. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? All right, this is the only conference that awards home field advantage. 
during the playoff game uh, or the championship game because that makes the most sense. <laughs> no other conference does it except the yeah. uh, Pac-12. It's a brilliant idea. You get a sellout every damn time. Oh, because it's a home field for one of the two yeah, teams. Yeah, whoever has oh. the better record gets the home field. Yeah. I, I just I love that model. I'm, I'm upset that other conferences do. I know they want to have it at like a, a neutral venue. It's like, yeah. but then you don't always sell out. Yeah. With you, and, uh, and I'm going to pick Stanford in this one. Okay. Because it's hard for me to imagine Arizona State is having a good football team. Right. I, I, know, I know I've been itching to say my whole life, Arizona State is hosting the Pac-12 title game. <laughs> I've been itching to say that. And now I can. You know, I would also I don't take think Stanford. you have been, Jordan. Yeah. I'm, also, I'm going to take Auburn in the SEC. Oh, you're taking – oh, we forgot to do that. Yeah. yeah. So – oh, and I'll take Auburn too. Yeah. All right. Conference USA, Marshall versus Rice. Oh, saving the best for last. There is no line on this game. Is that because these teams are evenly matched? Or is there a lack of interest because the Conference USA Championship game is a shell of its arena football-esque former self? It used to be so much fun to watch. It's not, it's not, not as fun yeah. anymore. I am picking Rice All right. because it is my father's alma mater. Oh, see, I'm going with Marshall. And then last, some smash-mouth Mac football. Bowling Green versus Northern Illinois. At 14, they're playing for a spot in, the BCS, in a BCS game from a more deserving big conference team. <laughs> yeah. Well, Northern Illinois is undefeated, right? No, they're not. They have a loss now, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. I think they do. I'm still picking Northern Illinois. I'm picking them, too. And the Mountain West, intermittently more entertaining than the Big 12. <laughs> yeah. This is not one of those years. Utah State versus Fresno State. Fresno State number Yo, 23. Utah versus Fresno State? Utah State. Utah versus State. Versus Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Utah now in the, the, the Pac-12. Right, right. They're one of the 12. Who do you like in this game? Uh, Utah State. Utah. I'm going with the Bulldogs of Fresno State. I'm pick, I, basically, I, have, I have heard of Fresno State before, so I should probably do that. But you know what? I'm going out on a limb saying Utah State. All right. <clears throat> and this was BCS Death Watch. Brought to you by... Margarine. Um, I, I guess we could do this. And now it's time for another weird sport. Weird sport. Weird sport. Oh, this sport is quite strange. All right, we've done we've done the we've done weird the intro. Sport. What do you got for us today on a weird sport, Joel? Okay, for Usually our first Phil's completely non-fill weird sport, clog cobbing. <laughs> clog clog cobbing. Yes, uh, to cob is a, a colloquial British term for to throw. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, That's a beautiful little colloquialism. Yep. Uh, so clog cobbing, uh, the clog cobbing championship is held every Easter okay. at the Roebuck Inn in Whitewell Bottom, Rosendale, Lancashire. That's a great venue, but what is the sport? You throw clogs. Clogs like the shoe. Yep. Just throw a shoe. Yep. You, you put them between your legs and you heave it over your, your head backwards. Why would I put it between my legs? I'm sorry. It's because you're, you're throwing it. It's, 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 it's like, I'm just going to show you real quick. I'm, I'm showing Jordan the video of clog cobbing. Uh, it's a guy in a bright orange suit throwing a shoe. He's in a tuxedo like in Dumb and Dumber. Yep. All right. And he just bent over and, and, and threw a shoe behind threw his back. The shoe. Doing another one. Clog cobbing. Yep. And that's a. Uh, that's pretty it's, exciting. Yeah. All right, that is that's, a uh, that's weird. You shouldn't throw shoes. That's pretty much all I got, though. I think we may have underestimated Phil's necessary portion of this segment. That brings to an end another weird sport. Oh my gosh, clog cobbing! It's so weird. It's so weird. Weird sports.
For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Joel and I will give you our podcast information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at us at uh, sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. Yep. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. So by searching for the Sports 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 Podcast, download the Stitcher app today. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash comedypodnet. That's youtube.com slash comedypodnet. And you can go to our website and find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com. You can also go to our Facebook page by searching your little top bar, Sports 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 Podcast. That all sounds correct. I believe that is all of the contact we information. We got through that without Phil. That was probably the most impressive feat of the show today, was getting through that without Phil. Absolutely. Uh, oh, crap. Listen, uh, Jordan, you had a rental, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you rented a car. Uh, and it had, like, a New York plate in it, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, Patty McAaron is, is annihilating your, your rental. Oh, yeah, gosh, I should have got the insurance on that. Yeah, you really should have. Oh, Jesus. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.